bro. What episode is this? Is it 40? 40. Nice. You hit the 40. Fucking titties. Episode 40. No, it's not. Nah, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, it's just another episode at this point, you know? But, uh. It's more to say. Yeah, and, you know, I hang out with y'all boys, so. I appreciate with y'all, you know what I'm saying? We're the bandmates, we're, we're, you know? I don't know, it's kind of weird talking about, like, us in the third person. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, we're here, episode 40, and um, uh, basically we're just here to talk about the latest project that we have in the works and, you know, some other shit that's going on. Um, for me, like, I just want to, like, put this out there from what I've heard, like, in the direction... It went, I kind of feel like it's more, it's a stupid word, but like epic, you know, like a big, like a bigger sound, more like, uh, like the, with the cello work and all that shit. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, I don't know. It just, it feels bigger. It was like, I don't know how we got down that path. Like, what made you want to do that? A lot of video games. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is like the first EP. It's based off of Dark Souls. What what one song is based off Bloodborne? <laughs> <laughs> what song? I, I try to minimize it. It's called Castle Caners, which is an area of the game in Bloodborne, which is I, it's one of the most epic, uh, one of the most epic things I ever played in a, in a game. Like you're essentially you're in a castle, so it's like Castlevania, but it's really crazy. There's like ghosts. There's like women without their head, like holding their head and just screaming at you, and just like it's crazy, dude. And really? then it has my favorite boss fight of all time in, in that area. Who the fuck you fight? You fight this dude that is essentially the things that uh, it's a really dumb story. Not it's not dumb, it's but it's going to take a long time to explain. Essentially, uh, the the people that live in that castle are like a form of of humans. They're um um. They're different lineage of humans, and they're like almost like vampires. They're very powerful, essentially. So, uh, essentially, there's a bunch of hunters that came and killed everybody in the castle. The other person they didn't kill was a queen. Nice. And essentially, the the guy that you know, the guy that the main leader that was killing everybody, his name was Logan. Uh-huh. He converted into the whole scenario of what everything's going on there, and. Yeah, he he. You fight Logan, and he's like a king, and it, it's like this like huge. Dude. So you fight Wolverine. Go on. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. His name's Logan. I just it's, it's Wolverine. It's it's insane. It's if you see the boss fight like in YouTube, that is one of the craziest fights you'll see, dude. It's fucking yeah. Titties. I've never been too big of a Dark Souls person, but like. What what about that boss fight made you want to write a song about it? It's fucking epic. <laughs> it's yeah. the most epic. It's the best boss fight I ever played, dude. It's is out. it like a huge like opponent like God of War? How like you're like really small and like the opponent's huge and shit. It is kind of like that because uh, the opponent is bigger, but it's not that much bigger. It almost feels like you're f- battling someone that's really, really, really good at the game against you, and they have better, better powers. I get you. Um, so it's like it's like really f- like the the. The game mechanic of it is really good. Like, so it really does feel like you're playing, fighting another player. Yeah, I feel you on that. Well, I mean, one thing that I really dig about the EP is like the. I mean, we're doing a lot more clean vocals. Yeah. Like I've done a lot more clean harmonies and stuff like that, and Vince has done harmonies too. And it's like over time, I've kind of had to like work on my singing and whatnot because we're, we're like incl- implementing that more. And I really like that direction. Yeah, I like it too. Sometimes like. I have nothing against screaming or like you know like that metal type of vocals, but like 
sometimes it's not to the audience that we're playing in front of all the time. So it's nice to have that dynamic where we could pull out harmonies and do some Yeah, exactly, shit. dude. Um, I always thought that you had a really good voice. Um, Vince is, gets better every time he works on it. Brian can sing pretty well if he practiced more, too, as well. But, <laughs> I mean, the thing about some of my favorite band is Queen. I always like big harmonies. I, I also like the Eagles. The Eagles are really good at harmonies. and I was, yeah. Harmonies, for me, are always been a big thing. I listen to a lot of opera and stuff. And y'all, y'all, what, what y'all boys listen to that has harmonies in it? Queen, man. Queen harmonies are amazing. Really? They have a lot of harmonies? I thought well, that was like a metal band. Now. I, I honestly I don't listen to that much Opeth. Like I've well, listened to should. like one album. The the album that you you told me to listen to that's the only one I've heard. Yeah, dude. Uh, Opeth has uh, recently they also been developing more harmonies and it's really fun. Go. Um, what is it with like bands now? Like kind of in the scene. I don't know, man. Like it seems like a lot of them have the same kind of vocal style. Like I don't see too many bands utilizing harmonies. I feel like. Um, I'm not going to say anything bad about screaming because screaming is not easy. Trust me, I I do it, and I know it's you need to be good at it to make it sound good. Right. True. But um, it's a very easy mechanic to use when you want to be aggressive or heavy. I feel like, but that's towards the end of the day. I feel like it's a tool. So some people right. just make it like their their whole thing, and you know they don't branch out. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. If that's what you want to do, that's cool. But um, I see it as a tool. I see it like as a weapon that we can use in songs, you know what I mean? To make the song, you know, to give it a different texture. But I don't want to fall in the category of screaming, 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 because I think we can do more. Yeah. Simple as that. Um, um, that's why I like like the this band that we're in. It just pushes us to be better in like all aspects. Like I didn't come in expecting to be playing drums and singing and shit. Yeah. I'm sure Vince didn't probably expect yeah. to do harmonies, right? Nah. Do you like doing the harmonies, though? Yeah, I like working on it. You know, when it comes good, it comes good, and you feel good. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is when you yeah. do it live and that shit comes out good, like you actually yeah. have good. Ba- like when we play at O'Malley's, I can hear the harmonies. Yeah, it sounds good there. Yeah, and when we nail that shit, it sounds really dope. Yeah. Exactly. Is it hard to play the keys and sing at the same time? On uh, some parts, though, like if the keys are hard and the singing is hard too, man, it's it's hard. But you practice. The more you practice, the more you you'll get better. So like when you, cause I I've messed up and like me too. I've messed up live, you know. <laughs> me too. It's, like, it's usually like, cause I can't hear myself or like I don't I, I don't remember the the exact note I'm so, or I go too high, you know what yeah. I mean. So for you, when if if you've ever messed up, you say you did. Like, is it cause you can't hear yourself or you, is it cause you're trying to focus on the keys? A lot of factors too, because you know the the keys as I'm pretty sure like everybody, not just only a band. Some of the fans have uh, been aware of the of the keyboard situation of not working properly when we're playing. Right. So that's a factor too, you know. But uh, but trying to fix that and trying to fix all this stuff too, so we can improve. Well, yeah. Hopefully, but y'all we- heard that fat ass truck that just passed. <laughs> <laughs> but Delivery. Yeah. No. That's a, th- when you rely on like an audio program or like a computer. There's always going to be the yeah. chance that it could fuck up. So. That's definitely an aspect that we're working on right now in this off time that we have before the new year starts. Uh, but I want to get back to the other songs on there. The Castle Kanehurst song. Is that the song that you did the cello work on? Yeah, that's that's the one. How long have you been playing the cello? I've been playing the cello since 2012, 2013. That's it? 
You, you, really? Yeah. So I've been playing the cello maybe around five. Uh, Lou, is that a good volume? Yeah, you're good, bro. Don't, don't worry about me. Yeah. Okay. Don't move the mic, Brian. But um, well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I've been like, playing like for five years, five or six years. But when you're like writing cello parts, like it's there's like layers to that shit. Like, yeah. How is it that you learn to like compose cello music in like, like that little amount of time? Like, no, dude. I just I just hear shit in my head and I try to perform it and just record it. Brian can tell you, dude. Recording that shit took days. It was really fucking annoying. Like, really? There was there was one day that I recorded for maybe four or five hours, and I recorded maybe two or three takes that were sit, sit, you know that were actually any good. It literally is super frustrating because I just I don't have the proper technique for cello. I can play it, but it's not like my it's not like bass or guitar where I can just pick it up and just play. And I I think of something I could probably play it right off the top of my head. Cello is something I have to like sit down, practice it, practice it. Okay, I'm gonna record this part now. It's not it's not that easy, and it's because there's no frettings on the on the on the thing. You really had to learn the instrument very well. So you can like go, oh, okay, I want to get this note. Because, dude, if you're just like a millimeter off, you get a semitone and it's not good. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. So, oh, damn. So you have to be, your precision has to be tight when you play in the cello. It's pretty annoying. But it's also when it comes out good, dude, like Ben said, it's, it's super rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, that's fucking dope. I mean, Brian, you basically mix everything, dude. Like, what kind of fucking... Like how long did it take you to learn all these audio programs and like what levels are in the terminology and shit? Uh, I don't know. Probably a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years. Yeah. For real? Is it like YouTube tutorials and whatnot? Yeah. And try to improve whatever I saw on YouTube. So. Yeah, I mean a lot of experimenting too. I mean, it was it was interesting because I could honestly say I always had had ideas uh, ever since I picked up the instrument to record and stuff like that since we didn't have uh, recording software I Brian had Guitar Pro and I would just make taps and I have so many things and tabs that are really good and finally once we got the, the recording software I was like oh shit cool now we could actually start learning it down and it's just learning how to make it sound better and stuff like that but ideas they're always been there you know one thing I could honestly say that influenced this album a lot. Uh, I list. I've been listening to Robert Soul from Beatles, like the oh, album, yeah, like weekly. Word yeah. that album is fucking dope. If bro. we're talking about harmonies, clean stuff, that's definitely a huge influence, dude. That is a hundred percent influence. I mean, the Beatles. They were like the first rock band to really like use harmonies like that, right? I yeah, think. I mean, from my understanding, I don't know if they were the first one to do double uh, doubling on voices, but they were one of the ones that made it really famous for sure. So, like, you know, you'll sing the same part twice, but because you know it's not going to be the same exact take, it gives it a more chorusy sound, so it sounds bigger. And it's really cool. So we yeah. did that a lot yeah. in this album. So. I was going to say, yeah, we did a lot of doubling. Or I was doing double takes. and Yeah. I mean, pretty much everything I did is double. Yeah. And, dude, it sounds it sounds great. Yeah. It, uh, you, you actually do hear the difference. You hear a lot more dynamics when you do that. And that's, you know, just simple things like that, dude. The Beatles, for the little amount of technology they had when they were recording, they did a lot of things right, dude. Hands down. Um Brian May has an interview where he shows how they recorded Bohemian Rhapsody. He's on a on a mixing desk with an engineer, and he shows you how they recorded part by part. And he says it there. It's like, well, 
we essentially we're a rip off of the Beatles. He Brian May says that. And it's like we're a rip off of the Beatles. We just have better technology to do what we did. That's it. So they doubled up on the vocals yeah, and did all yeah, that shit. Exactly. So they they're like we we use most of the techniques that the Beatles use. I mean, and think about it that when the Beatles were recording, I don't even know if they even had eight tracks back then. I think they had. Yeah, yeah, they did. They did had eight tracks. What are eight tracks? Eight tracks is essentially you only have eight. You know how like in Ableton you can do infinite amount of like tracks to right. record things on. Yeah, you only have eight tracks. That's it. Oh, so you're shit. very limited. So essentially, if you want to layer something, you need to layer it on top of the same track. So the drums, you know, one of the vocals could be in one of the layers of one track. You know what I mean? And that's that's how it is, dude. That's why so. if you fuck up one one thing and it's on tape, dude, it. Is done. You had to like redo. You have to redo it. Yeah, that's why I do. Like sound engineers back then were like the tits. You know that shit took real skill because you need to be dead precise and and keep everything volume and stuff. What is it that makes it so accessible nowadays? Like it seems like anybody can produce their music. The technology, man. Technology makes it easy. That's the only reason why we've been able to do what we've been able to do, and maybe a lot of the local bands as well. If you want to record. All you need is a grant, and you can buy yourself the equipment to record yourself and your band, and sound pretty damn decent. What equipment is it that you would need? You just need a good interface, a couple of good mics, and a good program, and you know to record with. And the pro- the secrets away. <laughs> <laughs> and the programs itself, dude, you could like literally just out. You no, know, if you really want the real good shit, you could buy the software. Or if you know, if you just want to get by, you could get GarageBand, and GarageBand is more than capable of recording pretty decently. You know what I mean? There's, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things you can do nowadays. It's all accessible. Do you double up on guitars too? Yes, you have to. I feel like, well, you don't have to. I um, quadruple the guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? Do- it just gives it a bigger sound. Yes. So. Yeah, it'll be do like bands do that shit all the time. Uh, all the time, yeah. Like Iron Maiden. Does Iron Maiden do that shit, Dave? Yeah. Oh, you gotta speak into the mic, doggy. Yeah, they do. They do. <laughs> <laughs> is that your favorite band, Dave? Iron Maiden. It really is. Why though? They're fucking awesome. <laughs> they're fucking amazing, bro. Like this, they're very epic. They're very melodic. I've been listening to them since I was a kid too. So it's like. How'd you get caught on Iron Maiden as a kid? I didn't even know Iron Maiden existed till I was like fourteen. Uh, my dad just played it. He just had a he had a couple albums like Power Slave, Peace of Mind. I love those albums. How did we all get into metal? Can we uh, can I ask that? Like, okay, so your dad was like you you were from a young age a metalhead. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah, so Max you Sabbath, Megadeth, everything. All that shit. Okay, what about you, Vince? You're Spanish, sudden, bro. All of a sudden, bro. What do you mean? Uh, all of a sudden, you start hanging out with white kids and no, then no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean actually, uh, I moved from uh, from Miami here to here. I mean Broward, you know, uh, South Broward, and uh, what grade was that? Eleven. Yeah, I think. Damn that that recently you moved us to Broward. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, eleventh grade and uh, yeah. Next year I went twelfth. I want to take keyboard class because of I don't know. I, just, I was. What the fuck does that have to do with metal? Because then all of a sudden then I I started listening to more uh more music and more music like you know <laughs> rock metal and shit. <laughs> I had more Queen yeah. then started to branch out and Room uh, Five. Yeah. Never ruined five. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean. Yeah, so no, five. no. You say yeah, no, but go yeah, on. The first yeah. album is actually not too bad. 
Yeah, songs about Jane. It's fucking great album. So, so you got you got caught on metal by keep from keyboard class. Keyboard class and basically listen more into, uh, into Queen. My my sister. Yeah, Queen gets Queen. heavy. Yeah. 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 And then uh, branched off. Yeah, but that. how you get from that to fucking like I branched out Behemoth and whatnot. Yeah, I know. Like Death like Metal. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Oh, because then this guy's like, yo, um, uh, there's a show here at uh, at at the gate, and that oh, was my yeah, first yeah, band I saw, was, uh, which was here's one. Here's one actually. Yeah. Bro. Oh I shit! Like, really? Yeah. That's my first band. I'm mean, doing the first band I saw. Shout out to your one. Yeah, I was like, shout, out man. shout out to Lou, dog. Yeah. Like Charles was there, man. Banging and everything. What? That was the first. So your first metal show was an Eros one yes. show. Yeah, yes. we we all went we together. We have come full yeah. circle. Yes. Then we went to E2. Oh, I don't know, Damn, dude, yo, Eros one inspiring band since 2015. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fucking dope, dude. That's actually that's inspiring as fuck man what about you brian you're, you're the older brother so you got alex in the shit right or of no? course not my dad my parents got me um yeah my, my mom wants to listen to guns and roses and all that what thing. yeah it's funny dude because my baller parents yeah my parents listen to a lot of music but like my dad is also like super christian so he won't touch certain things right right like right. iron maiden i always had an entrance for iron maiden but my dad's like no they're satanic <laughs> you know it's like still because, to this day yeah because he, he you know he remembered a number of the beats and he's like, yo, these. And the thing about that, dude, you gotta understand. My dad, for the longest, I think until he was like what eighteen, he had a black and white TV. So just shit just looks a lot scarier. <laughs> so that probably, you know, for my dad was like, you know, I don't know. But my mom, dude, my mom always liked Guns N' Roses, Queen, and she always liked heavier music. Like it's funny, my mom, I shown her like nothing else matters, and my mom was like, this is a great song. Like, you know what I mean? She she can really get into heavy bands, you know? Um, I even show her Demon Borg Gear a couple times. Hmm. And my mom's like, this is beautiful music. I don't like what he's how he sings, but the music is really, really good. So she can get into it. She can get into the... You know what I mean? Chugs and shit. Yeah, she can... I can re- only imagine her cleaning the floors and just <laughs> genting the crap out of it. Like, You'll get some violent brewing done. Dude, and, <laughs> and my dad loves music. I mean, my dad... My dad's been in bands and stuff. So our dad's been in, in bands and shit. And he, yeah, he played drums, and you know, my yeah, grandpa. Yeah, he sat on my kit, so that yeah. I know. Yeah, so my dad really, really always had an interest. My whole family always had an interest in music, so it it's cool, man. I mean, I remember being four years old and grabbing my dad's ACDC cassette and going into the car and putting it in, just sitting out in the car, just listening to music. That's like I'm telling you, being four years old, dude. I would see. Do that all the time. That's fucking cool. You guys grew up with like, like my mom listened to like the Police. And uh, uh, we listened to police. Yeah, yeah. See, <laughs> bands like that, but never like heavy bands. Like, I got into heavy bands like, uh, like I would say uh, naturally. You know what I'm saying? When it was like a progress. First, it was like pop punk. Like the first band I ever listened to was like Fall Out Boy, and then wow. I went to like, <laughs> then I went to like My Chemical Romance, and then I went to like I don't know Avenged Sevenfold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just went from there. Slipknot, you know what I'm saying? You get to like those bands. It was funny because I remember being really young and Brian, Park. Brian really was into Slipknot, like heavy. And I got into System Way Down really, really. Yeah, young. that's so. it. You hear BYOB and Chop Suey and shit. No, but back no, that was 2001. Was 2001. They had it's any release. Before, Y'all are older than me. Before they released it, I was, I was like eight, I think. I was eight years old and 
like uh, Toxicity was the second album I ever bought. Word? Yeah. The second album I ever bought was uh, the Eminem show. That's a great oh, album. That's a, good, that's that's a, great a album. fucking great <laughs> album. Where's your snare? Uh, I don't know where my snare is, Lou. Where's my snare? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But the Eminem show is sick. I was more into rap as a younger kid. I didn't get into metal. Till I really like, like hip-hop, but unfortunately, since I lived in Hialeah, a lot of the kids I lived around <laughs> that with... Yankee. The, yeah, like, they listen to really trashy, like, garbage-ass rap. Gasolina. Yeah, like, reggaeton and shit. And, and that part, I didn't I didn't get into that, so... I thought I was the only one who noticed that reggaeton has the same beat in every song. Mm. Dude, point that out to these people. They they, they will blow their minds. Yeah, they, they don't realize it. it. I was surprised. I thought everyone knew. All reggaeton songs have the yeah, same fucking one-two fucking beat. And... It's fucking terrible. Yeah, dude. And that's the thing about it. So for a bit, I got... I liked rap, but I got the... I just wasn't into it. So, like, I kind of, like... I always liked it, but I got away from it. And just started looking at other types of music. So I was, like, 10, and I was just listening to blues and a bunch of other shit. You know what I mean? So I just got away from rap for quite a while. <laughs> what? Someone's doing the lawn outside And I'm pretty sure it's coming out on the mics Yeah, so I hope y'all enjoy that shit <laughs> Motherfuckers But, uh, no I, I, Like the first, my first favorite rapper was Eminem and shit And I Me grew too. up, I saw 8 Mile And that movie And like, Britney Murphy was like my first like celebrity crush or whatever And then she Fuck. died <laughs> Like an overdose I, The rapper that changed the game for me Was Tupac when I was like in change seven, the game no 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 that, that ass like no so like when I was like when I got here dog like I, I got here when I was like in third grade I was yeah. listening to rap pretty heavily until I was like maybe in fourth grade fifth grade and afterwards I'm like yo this shit has definitely nothing to offer for me anymore it's all dumb it all talks about the same shit you know it's all about you know it's all the same beats it all sounds the same so I got away from rap and then right, when I was right. you know I didn't know too much about old school hip hop. Like I did hear some songs here and there, but there was not there was no knowledge about it. And then I had a friend in in Southern called Tion, and he's like, "No, nah, man." And like I talked to him, he's like, "Cause he liked music, and he was in the in the school band, and he played drums, marching band type." Yeah, shit. yeah. That boy is good as fuck. Anyways, he he really liked Tupac, and he's like, "Oh no," he's like, "I told him kind of how I felt about it." He's like, "He's like, man, you need to check out the older shit then." You might dig it, and then he he gave me a Tupac album. He he literally burned that shit. Oh, he gave me yeah. like all his songs, like, and then on top of like he had a a book of poetry from Tupac, all his lyrics and shit. And back then, you know, I was still learning English and shit, but I knew enough to like be able to digest lyri- lyrics and understand them and shit. So, bro, I I read through that shit. And I, that shit blew my mind. I was like, dude, this guy's fucking amazing. And then after that, he showed me most stuff. Oh yeah, most and definitely. Dude, lit. I, that's when literally rap just opened up again, and I was like, "Oh my god, bro, I've been messing the fuck up." Yeah, there's a lot of rappers that are, I mean, really like good. Just, yeah, they they're very. I mean, Kanye one they're Kanye. lyricists, but like they also have something to say. Yeah, Kanye early shit also was pretty fucking good, and you I know, mean, I still give him respect as a producer. As a producer, he's excellent. You, it's untouchable. It's just that it's as a character, dog, he's fucking nuts, dude. He's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's definitely interesting. I'll, I'll, I'll say the least, he's interesting. But uh, there's there's a lot of shit that inspires, um, like Lincoln Park. 
That's like yeah. kind of half rap, half metal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it, when it comes to that aspect, I mean, me and Brian love Limp Biscuit, bro. So fucking. How do we all feel about Limp Biscuit? Can we go around the room on that? <laughs> Lou, Lou, how do you feel about Limp Biscuit? Let me get a yell real quick. Terrible. Okay, why? What? Why do you guys like Limp Biscuit? Because honestly, I think Fred Durst is kind of a clown. Like. Yes, they're fucking awesome in no, every no. way. Is that is that dude? Like musically, they're pretty tight, dude. Like I mean, are they really though? Yeah, dude. They're dude. Musically, you, they're, they're untouchable, See dude. Any live concert, of bro? Is it because they're studio musicians though? Probably. Partially they are, Fred but I mean, got you know what I'm saying like I I have nothing yeah. against that like I get that I'm that, that obviously if they're studio musicians they're gonna be tight. They're, they're studio musicians technically, but they were essentially the touring band that he had for a long time, so they were the real shit. You know? No, yeah, yeah for sure, band. for sure, man. I don't know, I don't know. It just seems so gimmicky. This is the thing though. I mean, even though Fred Durst, I do not like Fred Durst, so don't get <laughs> me to that point. But when it comes. That? To like a lot of the modern, you know, mumble rappers and shit, dude. I think Fred Durst kills over any of them motherfuckers. Garbage. I can actually understand That's what Fred Durst says, right. and he actually can rhyme. There's a flow. <laughs> There's a flow. If dude, if the only thing you can rhyme is the N word the whole time your your song, you garbage. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you you trash. That's all I'm fucking saying. That's a good point. And the other thing, he can also sing without using auto tune. Yeah, he actually can hit notes. He can actually wow. sing. It's not fucking requiring auto tune. What's the cover that they did that everyone like? Uh, behind blue behind eyes. Blue Eyes, right? I, yeah. I don't like that cover, though. You know, I'm what? a Limbiscuit fan, but I do not like Behind Blue Eyes. It's, it's it ain't that bad, but it's just it's not better than the original. I feel like if you're going to do a cover, bro, it needs to be really good. I mean, like, and. It's okay. Do we all agree that uh, Disturbs cover of uh, uh, that uh, fucking oh, what's the name of the Land of Confusion? Garfunkel song? No. Oh, no, Sound no. of Silence? Yeah, that shit is hot ass, dude. I don't like it. I don't like it either. But the vocal performance is really, really good. Uh, I think. I think. I think the vocals no, are dude, really, really fucking does, good, dude. No, dude, because he does a little metal thing in it. He's like ha. Like, you know what I'm really? saying? Like, he does. Okay. There's one line where he throws in, like, that fucking growl shit. Oh. And I was like. No, <laughs> no he doesn't throw uh, in one of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he throws in one of them shits. Okay. It's just this so is, corny, dude. I, I get no, it. No, you I, like that shit? Yeah. No. Dog, the studio one? It's not as good as the live performance. There's a live performance That's of it that he plays. That's the one I'm talking about. And the I live performance? It. Yeah. The, the one with the orchestra? Yeah. Bro, I thought no, it was good. No, I have good. no problem with the instrumentation, bro. I just thought his vocals on it were super No, I actually, I actually thought his vocal performance was pretty good. But Maybe all, towards the end of the day, dude. it's all opinion. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I am a hater. No. I'm so. a hater. I this, just, ah, man, I don't know. I thought it was mad cheesy for, for him to do that. It's funny, though, because, like, one band that was a huge influence and kind of, like, I torn away from it is Disturbed, bro. Yeah. Disturbed, I always liked Disturbed, dude. Like, fucking believe that album is shit. Tits. I, I never had an issue with Disturbed. I just, they were never in, like, my top ten or anything like that. Like, they were just kind of like, a, oh, yeah, the Down With The Sickness band. And they did Actually, Stricken and Lanikin. The know, thing about Disturbed is that they're so fucking good. But it kind of has the same issue as ACDs. Yeah, they, they... If you hear all the albums, everything starts sounding kind of... The same, right? Yeah, but... But the last album is actually pretty. It's true. It's so different. But each album does have like its own sound. Like, I remember when it was like really big for me was Indestructible, bro. 
That album, Indestructible, is the shit, bro. They're, All the solos, the drums, the singing is tight. We saw them live for that period, dude. They were playing with Sha- uh, Shadows Fall and Skindred. Oh, Skindred. I remember Skindred. Bro, it was such a good concert, bro. This is, um, there, there was one song that came out. I don't know if this was on Indestructible, but, um, or if this was on its own album. Uh, Inside the Fire. Oh. Yeah, Inside the Fire. Is that, that, that that's Indestructible. Mm-hmm. That's not Indestructible? Hell yeah, dude. When that, when that music video came out and, and all that shit, the suicide and awareness, whatever. Yeah. That, that video hit hard. I was, like, not expecting that shit. Doug, I mean, in, in all honesty, that's, that's the thing about it. Like, you know, a lot of people don't fuck with the surf. And like I'm saying, I also kind of, like, you know, I, I'm not into the band as much as I was when I was younger, but undeniably they're fucking great. Oh yeah, no, the great. The one of the best, that song is amazing. One dude. of the best 2000 bands that came out, bro. Great, great fucking band. Did they come out Big. in 2000s? I'm pretty sure they came out in 2000s. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I no. could be wrong though. Don't yeah. don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure they're 2000s because down there with the sickness, when did that shit drop? That like oh three. Oh three. You're right. That was their first album. Yeah. Damn, um, yeah. dude. Talk about from, having from, a hit, bro. Yo, from early on, dude. That's not even... Like, how many other bands have a hit like that, like, on their first album? The only not too many, bro. Like, Appetite for Destruction. They have Welcome <laughs> to the Jungle. That I mean, what other band has a hit like that? What, what was Iron Maiden's first album? Probably the Beatles on their first album. No, no. Album. Uh, Iron Maiden was Iron Maiden, right? Yeah, yeah the first album. Did was they have a hit on that? Yeah, the first album was actually really, really popular. Was it? When it came out, yeah. What yeah. was the song? What's the single off the first album? Prowler? Um... No, not Prowler. Oh, that's the Killers is the first album. No, no, no. no, no. Iron Maiden is the first. The singles was Sanctuary and uh, Running Free. Those songs. Running Free. I feel like that sounds familiar. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds really. It's not Running Through the Hills. No, no. I know it's not Running Through the Hills. God damn it! I'm not that bad. You ignorant fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Uh And I'm the ignorance because I call it running through the hills. It's actually run. Yeah, running through the hills by Iron Maiden. Running through the hills. Yo, I heard uh, Nick Nico Mc 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 White Eye. I don't know. He has some big ass eyes. But uh, yeah, Nico, (laughs) the drummer. He's like seventy three or some shit. Yeah, yeah, he's he really was, old. Yeah, he was talking about, oh, man, I can't play. Imagine a 74-year-old playing yeah. on the hills or whatever. So I, I guess he's going to call it quits pretty soon, right? Yeah, I can believe it. I mean, he's the oldest member in the band. When you guys saw them live, who was their drummer? Was it Nico? Yeah, Nico's been in the band since yeah, like, Nico's you know, been 1983. And they're coming back. Yeah, they're coming next year. Yeah, I'm going. I've never seen Iron Maiden, and I heard this is they put out some good ass shows. That's what I'm saying. I heard this is gonna be like their biggest. Bro, this set is amazing. Honestly, yeah, so I'm gonna go. All their best songs, and it's just Iron Maiden, right? Mm -hmm. They just do like a long ass set. Actually, no, they they have an opening band. Yeah. Oh, who's the opener? Called the the Raven Age. They're okay. Never heard of them. Wait again? Yeah. The Raven. So they they must like these guys, huh? Well, I think his uh, Steve Harris's son is in the band. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Dude, imagine if your dad could draw crowds like Iron Maiden could, and you're just like, yeah, you could open. <laughs> it, it must suck, though, because, I mean, can you man be in the shadow of your dad all the time? N- Yo, but like, like... John Lennon beat, like, with John Lennon, you know what I mean? John Lennon is a great musician, dude. But fucking... Dog. You know, <laughs> he's get, never going it. to be John Lennon, so you always compare it and shit, and that shit must get annoying at some point, dog. You know, I both got killed by bullets. Mm. Was Sean Lennon's alive? Sean Lennon's alive? Oh, oh, You're shit. thinking of Bruce Lee, you dumb motherfucker. They both were murdered, at least. Yo, like, Bruce Lee was not a boy. That was an aspirin boy. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, 
High key though, yeah. But Brandon Lee actually had his own thing going on. I mean, he had the yeah. crow and shit. Yo, Brandon Lee was a shit. That's all he yo, had, he was really? a G dog. Rest in peace, Brandon Lee. Bruce uh, Lee too, bro. Bruce yeah, Lee was a G. Peace, Bruce, you know the, the the real OG, the one inch punch, aka the Asian persuasion, <laughs> aka <laughs> aka kick you in your chest, uh, aka five for four. No, nah, I don't know. How I tall mean, was Bruce Lee? <laughs> I don't think he must have been that tall. No, no. Five eight or something. Like that? Probably five seven. I'll give him five seven. I'll give him five seven. Five seven. One forty. One forty. One forty. One thing I could say though, I mean, dude, I mean, back then, from my understanding, you know, Americans took Asians as jokes. They they thought they were fucking jokes. They're like, look at this chink fuck. Until Bruce Lee came Until out. Until Bruce Lee came out. And then after everybody wanted to be a fucking Chinese motherfucker. Mm. Like, a Joey yeah. Karate, cocksuckers. <laughs> 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 no, I, for real, though. That's what I heard, man. Then, I wasn't around, you know. Um, I remember when we lived in Hialeah, man, and we had fucking Telemundo and shit, like, all, on, all the time. And one time, dude, I was, like, fucking nine years old. And I was doing homework. And my dad went, like, hey, what are you doing? I'm, like, homework. He's, like, okay, stop. You need to watch this movie with me right now. And it was Enter the Dragon, bro. Oh, oh shit. shit. Bro, I was mind flown. I'm, like. Mind flown? <laughs> Your mind flew away. Yeah, you know, mind flown, dog. <laughs> like, dude. And yeah. then the scene when he's fight, I can't remember was with the white dude that he hit. That, you know, when Chuck you're, Norris, bro. Chuck Norris? <laughs> bro, do you know that fucking when Bruce Lee did that kick? That, he broke, that, that's another actor. It's another actor? It's another actor. Bro, like he broke his ribs. He broke like fucking seven of his ribs. In one oh, day, that guy. Yeah. Yo, for real? Yeah. He broke his ribs. Yeah. Damn. Yo, I heard. Th- this is the shit that I heard about Bruce Lee. I heard that like there was one of the movies that he did where his kicks were so fast that they had to slow them shits down. It's they thought it looked r- actually too for, not I think real. For most of his movies, they have yeah. To there's just a lot of them that they had to. That's why there's a lot of slow mo in his fights. Yeah, because they're like, no you one's gonna believe you. that he's gonna be this quick. They, they would have thought it was Damn. bullshit because his kicks were that quick. I mean, this dude was doing like one hand push ups, fucking like he was above the game. Talking about changing the game. <laughs> I'm talking about change the game. Change. Bruce Lee changed the game, man. Tell everyone to be like water and whatnot. No, I mean, it's there's a really cool interview that's like a black and white interview where he talks and yeah. he talks about martial arts and shit. Fucking amazing. The dude you was could really... could tell he had a passion for that shit. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, like, dude, you know how, like, you, there's certain times where you meet certain people that you're like, okay, this dude is, like, mentally, not even physically, but mentally, like, at another level. Yeah. Like, almost, like, at a different m- mental conscience and shit like that. Like, the word, you know, millennials, like, at, as us, we use woke. Yeah, he was woke. Bruce Lee was definitely fucking woke. This motherfucker just knew some shit. So... I mean, if you see that interview, you can see that, like, not only physically, but mentally, he was very sharp. Like, he was just really, really fucking smart. I mean, I think to be the best at anything, you got to be sharp. I mean, the, the best uh, basketball player, LeBron James, he's the best because like, on top of, like, being 6'8", 265, able to run up and down the court, whatever, he's also smart. He has a basketball IQ to see open passes and shit. Yeah. Same thing with musicians. The best musicians... You could say Jimi Hendrix is the best guitar player, but really, someone who knows music theory and all that shit would probably blow him out of the water, like Satriani or Buddy from um, it's Dream Theater. That, you know, I, I find Jimi a lot more tastier than. This is the thing about it. I feel like Jimi, you know, he laid the foundation. He's untouchable. But yeah, nowadays there's, I think there's better guitars. Right. That's that's you know saying that there isn't is would be an understatement. The guitar game has evolved quite a bit. 
So yeah, I completely agree with that. What what is it? Is it because of the metal? You think guitar players have been able to get faster? Not, not only or? in metal, jazz, classical, the evolution. You know, like guitar wise has evolved in many branches, is, and each one is is getting more intricate, better, tighter. There's you know, and that's what I'm saying, dude. I mean, it's not just you know. It, the game has changed quite a bit in fucking 50 years. Can or we put 60. a pinpoint on who the best guitar player is? That is. Does so anyone have an you. opinion on that? David Maddox. David Maddox, the best guitar player in the world. That's a really impossible to really pinpoint a best guitar player. There's so many good guitar players out there. No one has someone who they think is the best. Who's from here or something? Who's from here is one? I second yeah. that. Hey, I second that vote. I'm working right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but for real, no one. I mean, to me, <clears throat> if you want a drummer's take. Oh, God. Oh, God. On uh, who the best the guitar rap. player is. Yeah, the oh, rap. For sure. that white he stripes. wrote Almost Easy, bro. It's like the <laughs> hardest riff ever. No, um, I don't know, man. I mean, Slash for sure, but. No. <laughs> 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 I, I, I honestly think Slash is tasty as fuck. People no, laugh, Slash. but he's awesome. This, I don't think Everybody he's a great. All the time, so he's I, salty. So yeah, I don't think he's the greatest guitar player out there. But the thing about it too is that dude, the dude is super humble about it. He really, sincerely doesn't think he's the best guitar player out there. So the, the you know, like he doesn't hold himself at that pedestal, which I think helps. Not like fucking Ingrid Mountsy. Yeah, what's up? Where does he rank on the list? Is he's he, pretty is he high. one of the best? He's pretty Is high. he better than Jimi Hendrix? He can noodle like no one else can noodle. I think technique-wise, yeah. I mean, maybe writing compositions and stuff, no. As a musician, maybe not. But as a guitar player, yeah, he might be better. There's, I, I feel like there's a difference between skill, like guitar skills, and then there's a difference in actually being able to write a good song. Right. You feel me? Mm-hmm. That it, They're two completely different things. So we're talking about skills. Inbay Mousing probably is way better than Jimi Hendrix. But as an overall musician, Jimi Hendrix is probably 100 times better than he is. Uh, I mean, a lot of the the credit that I give to, to the experienced Hendrix, you know, Hendrix experience yeah. is their drummer, dude. Mitch Mitchell, bro. Dude, the bass player is also killer, bro. Dude, but... The I, mean, whole, I, don't the know too, I don't know enough about bass to I know, understand but like the he's whole, savage. Everybody in that album, bro, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, nah, dude. And if you hear them on, you know, at their Woodstock performance, I mean, Mitch Mitchell, bro, that motherfucker. Oh, just on the snare, dude, be throwing in the fucking yeah. tastiest shits. Like, yo, uh, with traditional grip style, too. It's funny to me that they were that good together, and Jimmy really did not want to continue playing with them. I mean, he really wanted to branch out and get other musicians. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm like... Bro, you're playing like with like the best of the best. Give me a know. second here, cause uh, we got yeah, some pause. Yeah, moment of silence here. Moments of silence <laughs> for the lawnmower guy. God damn it! What the fuck is he doing? Are we blowing leaves out there? Like, bro, I don't know. I thought he was done when I thought he was done too. But that's why. Like, can we close great. the curtain? Can we just close that half curtain? I don't know if it's gonna do anything, but it'll make me feel better. <laughs> It's gonna make you feel it's just got louder. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're it just it coming here right now. What the fuck? Jesus. <laughs> you all have a podcast. There's a, there's a car accident <laughs> outside. No, I'm kidding. But um, I don't know. Yo, fuck. When it comes to, to writing songs, I mean, that, the thing about Hendrix is like, he wasn't even that great of a singer. And like, he made that yeah. shit work uh, as well. And that with that era, the band that probably... 
I was obsessed with the most was the Doors. I mean, well, the Beatles, but like the Doors. Yeah. Because uh, the same thing, how you had that, that book of poetry from Tupac, I read a lot of uh, Morrison's poetry. He's good. He's really, really good. I mean, and a lot of their songs are the same, just straight up his poems, just made into rhythms. Uh, into melodies and whatnot. So the hey, doors, man. Going but. back on good guitar players, um, I was thinking uh, of the question. One yeah. of my favorite guitar players that is currently right now still around, and I think he's really good. Is Aldi Miola. I don't know who the fuck that is. Do Do you know who the Fire. fuck that is, guy? Andre Miola. What band? Is Aldi that? Miola. No, he's a solo player. Oh he's, shit. He's a. Uh, he's that good. He's his own, and it's just guitar music. He's classical, and he does fusion of classical with jazz. Fucking killer, just that, so good. I mean, I think I think classical musicians, classically trained guitarists, or any kind of violinist, whatever, all that shit. I I, I mean, you could probably talk with Lennon. I mean, Lennon. Yeah, yeah. He must know fucking Audi Miola. I mean, he oh. could show you some good shit from him. I mean, the dude is really, really fucking good. And it's like a, another really good guitar player that's like you know maybe a little forgotten, but I remember he blew my mind with Buckethead. Oh yeah, man! Buckethead, bro, fucking great. And John Five, John Five. Who's you know, John Five? The guitarist from Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie. Oh, and this the, the third time that we yeah, mentioned. we mentioned this motherfucker, <laughs> dude. John Five, he's so fucking good. Is he it's, really? Yeah, it's a fucking chain that literally he plays three core songs throughout the whole time. <laughs> dog, the motherfucker is one of the best shredders out there, hands the fuck down. On top of that, he's just. Knows how to play country like better than fucking most country players, and you know, that's the thing, man. Country music, it might be eh, but the musicians that are in country music, they're fucking great, really good, top notch. So for this motherfucker to be competing with those guys, he's one of the best. Damn, Hands I didn't on. even know that shit. So John Five plays country music too? Oh yeah, he for can, what? He, uh, he has mean, his own project. Well, well, he has his own projects, but I don't think he particularly does that. He usually just tracks for other musicians. He's a studio musician, so he plays for a lot of studio, uh, a lot of albums as a feature. He, oh, he even okay, played for okay. a Leonard Skinner album. Really? Yeah. Oh shit. He took, yeah, he's fucking great. Didn't uh, didn't Leonard Skinner die in like a plane accident or some shit? Yeah, but the band continued. They continue with other members. Uh, this the brother's younger singer, uh, the brother's uh, the the singer's younger brother. He became the singer, uh, Leonard Skinner, and continued the band on. Oh, was it just the singer that died? No. It, it, was, it, was, like, it was like fucking, what, I think three? A guitarist, I think? A guitarist, and then one of the backup vocalists. And and then I think one of the other guitars, like, he was left paraplegic as fuck. Like, he, he just he literally wasn't a wheelchair like Stevie Hawkins kind of shit. That's yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh, so, and, they, and they kept going after that? Yeah. That's know. a will, dude. Yeah, I said. it is. I don't remember if it was a drummer or the bass player, but the drummer literally had a broken wrist and, like, two broken ribs. And, like, he literally ran, like, I think eight miles to get help through fucking forests and shit and rain a bunch of shit to get, you know, to the people and brought them back to get help. Like, damn. What a G. Like, That's some crazy shit. For real, dude. I mean, uh, there's also the drummer from um, Def Leppard has one arm, right? <laughs> yeah. That was, like, a car accident. Yeah, but that, the thing was, like, you can't really... There's, there, this is the thing. I feel bad for him because I'm a musician and that shit could happen, dude, and it's terrible. But this motherfucker was drunk and high and fucking going like 120 miles on a fucking Corvette. 
I didn't know that. Yeah, and he flipped his car over. That's how he lost his fucking arm because he had his arm over the fucking you know, you know, just like and just fucking flipped the car. Oh shit! He literally got out of the car and looked around and he saw that his arm was missing. Holy shit! He cleaned that shit out so hard, dude, that like it burnt and then like he wasn't bleeding out and shit. That's what I heard, dude. Oh lord, that's fucking gruesome. Yeah. Who was it that lost their fingertips? Uh, Tony Iommi. Tony Iommi, that's right. Right, right, yeah, dude. Yeah, that was was a sad story, too. I mean, he was literally... Like mowing the lawn or some shit, right? (laughs) 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 What? He he worked in, like, a warehouse or something. He cut his fingers off at work. At work, he cut his fingers off? Right before he had to leave for tour. Yeah, right before he he was going to live on tour, yeah. Fuck. He was actually going to give up guitar completely, too. Really? Yeah. But his boss made him listen to this guy named Django Reinhardt, who also has uh, yeah, like two fingers. fingers, and he's really amazing. So that's the guy who like inspired Tony to continue. Yeah, his huh. boss, and then his boss kind of like fired him so he could pursue guitar playing. Although I'm pretty sure he did it so he wouldn't get sued. <laughs> <laughs> that actually yeah. makes sense. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, there's pretty inspiring musicians out there that are they're really fucking good, dude. Oh, and they, they have a bunch of, like, fucking things wrong with them, and they still, like, hustle. You know what I mean? They still continue riding and shit. Like, I, I'm just saying, man. I mean, I don't think it's over till it's over. That's 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 how it is, man. So, I mean, if you if music is your shit and, you, you know, people might say you're not relevant uh, or you're good. If you're still I doing it, you're doing it. I that statement. Michael Jackson, dude. That guy has been over for a while. And he's still here. Like, and too much. No, 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 but that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying it's, it's over till it's over. Like, in, in life, you know what I mean? If you're going to work, doing music, do it until you, you're you done. That's the thing with Tupac and, and Michael Jackson and them dudes. It's like they, they're taking their work, like, posthumously. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, it's shit that they recorded previously, and they're just, like, using it on other tracks and stuff. And Yeah. I don't know, man. How do you guys feel about that? There's They're even doing it to some of the recent rappers that died. They're like, there's like a whole new album coming out from that XXX kid. Uh, <laughs> like a whole new album. Like a, like 10 songs. Like a whole album that dude died in June. What's the thing about it? If you left a lot of material you can work with and it get, something good can come out of it, I have nothing against it. Like uh, That's fucked though, man. Unless it's like, I don't know. <laughs> nah, but... Uh, well, here's the thing. I mean, I Queen, Queen, Queen's my favorite... Money. Yeah, Queen's my favorite band. And the last album, Freddie Mercury wasn't in there because it was that. So they use a lot of B tracks from Innuendo that never made it to the album. And then they grab some of his solo work, which he said, oh, we should bring it as a Queen song prior to that. And they just redid the album like that. So they, you know, Freddie was not there for that album. You know what I mean? And the album is fucking great. It's one of the best albums Queen has. And really? Yeah. Made in Heaven? Yeah, Which yeah Made in Heaven is literally one of the best albums that Queen has. Yeah, yeah. fucking great album, dude. Great, great yeah. album. Um, Damn. Have you guys seen Bohemian Rhapsody, the movie? Yes. Oh, I thought shit. when it just came out. Bro, it was funny, dude, because my wife, dude, fucking, you know, she knows I like Queen, and I dick ride Queen like a <clears> motherfucker. <throat> yeah. I put Queen on the car all the time, and she's like, can we listen to Beyonce and shit? You know, that, that kind of <laughs> shit. But literally, she saw me here in Rap City, and she was crying like a like a little girl, bro. Word? Lou, yeah. I heard Lou was crying. He's, he's shaking his head. I haven't seen it yet, sadly. 
No, it's a great movie. I definitely suggest you. I suggest you to watch it before it's gone out of the theater. I mean, if you if you can watch it bootleg, that's great. But like, it's all about the music and shit. So like, you know, if you probably not get the same quality audio quality, you know, out of it as in the theater. You know, I mean, there's certain things that like theater. It's a lot better. And I thought that movie fit the theater quite well. That's fucking dope. Yeah, I'm gonna try and catch it before it leaves. Yeah, for sure. I definitely want to. Uh, are there any other movies that have been out recently, y'all peep, that are good? I heard there's a couple of good movies out there. Um, no, I'm saying that you've seen. Seen? Recently? The last one I saw was like Infinity War, to be honest. Bro, the last movie that me and Brian went to see I fucking love was fucking Super Troopers 2, bro. I heard that shit sucked. That shit was awesome. What the fuck? Nah, I like the tripping. first Super Troopers, the, man, Dude, bro. if you like this first one, the second one was great. It's the same shit. It's just, dude. It's if you like Super Troopers one, the two is is right there with it. But dude. it's like the Harold and Kumar shit. I like the Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, but the Harold and Kumar escape from prison or whatever shit. That shit was super like not. It wasn't good. bad, but I didn't like it as much either. Bro. You know what I mean? That's no, no. And see, we have the similar taste, so I can tell you honestly, Super Troopers two is good. It's good. All right. I'll have to take your word for it, bro. I mean, there's some good shit on it, bro. Like it's pretty funny. Um. Like it stayed pretty true to the original one. That, I'll put it to you that way. So if you like the original one, it's like almost untouched. It just it's continuation essentially. Do you guys uh, like this is completely unrelated? Do you guys think that uh, this California fire shit is like climate change related? Nah, I was just there. Oh ho 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 ho! No, 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 no. What's up over there? Does it smell like smoke everywhere? Does it smell like a really good nope. barbecue? Nope. No. It's just like nice and clear. What part of Cali did you go to though? Uh, Los Angeles and all the west side until almost Tahoe Lake. I don't know. I've never been there, bro. That's yeah, pretty you far. Give me directions. So I was in Dead Valley. I was in Mammoth Lake. Yeah, that's I was in Undertaker's Yosemite, from, bro. <laughs> 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 that's nah, awesome. Know, that's crazy. So it wasn't like smoky or anything? Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles, it was uh, like when we just landed, it, there was more smoke. This is the thing. You, it wasn't that much. You landed right where it was kind of like clearing out already. Yeah. When you were landing it, when you were coming down in the plane, did you see the forest nope. on fire or anything? No, there's no fire. Damn. The thing must not know, it was pretty bad. Uh, but I don't think it's climate change. There was actually a fucking like a year ago. With there, like a year ago, there was also forest fires are as bad as this year, and the thing about it was like it was, was a dickhead. Ass, it was a dickhead that was fucking starting them all. It was a meth head that was fucking literally starting forest fires around. Really? Yeah. Oh. They, dude, I saw shit in World Star. They fucking captured this dude, and I think this dude is going to get Chank in prison because he's literally going to jail like for forever. So it was just he a crazy dude counts. running around. Yeah. Start, starting arsonists. He killed like he killed hundreds of people and lo- literally. Made the the fucking California lose millions and millions of dollars just on fucking on property damage and shit. Millions and millions of dollars just one dickhead, dude. That's terrible. Now, but it ha- does it happen because like it's so dry out there? Yeah, dude. Like, what? Yeah. yeah. So what ends happening most of the time is that you know it's pretty dry, and most of the time they're big forests. So the trees up there catch all the like if there's rain, catch most of the rain, and then inside on the bottom is all dried up fucking trees that you know have no rain and shit. So that just builds up. So fucking literally, you have all that fucking miles and miles of lumber that's dried the fuck up. Literally, one fucking cigarette dude can literally spark that whole motherfucker up, and let's let's be honest. I mean, this happens all the time, dude. When there's is thunders and shit like that, if it thunders and shit and strikes, 
there you go. That's a fire. But yeah. if it's purposely a fucking dickhead just trying to start fires, that's a whole other game. You that's know terrible. Mean? Nah, I had no fucking clue. Actually, funny enough, there's a couple of trees. I don't know if the ones in California, but they actually start fire by themselves. Uh, they have this mechanism that they try to take over the land. So they segregate this oil around the trunk and that doesn't allow them to catch on fire. But that oil is very flammable. Uh, flammable. So it catch fire everything around except for that tree. So oh, then you shit. can claim land. It's pretty cool. Yeah, dude, like dude, it's crazy how like we we you know, we are animals and we you know, we only look at our own life form most of the time. That's like what we only understand most of the time. And we don't understand it very well. But when it comes to like you know the fung, you know fungus, and then plants, and all the other types of life forms out there. It's crazy, man. Like it is crazy shit. Like, dude, trees and plants is war all the time. You literally look at your backyard, and then if you don't cut the the grass, <laughs> the grass for like a month and a half, you will literally see a bunch of shit growing. And one tree is killing another one and trying to claim land. And then like its own like seeds and stuff like that, it will try to provide for them. It's crazy, man. It's like. There's yeah. a whole system of like life form that we don't understand. That's right here, you know. Yeah, people think they're eating like lifeless things and yeah, shit. Yeah, that's why. Like, that's why. Like, I mean, I can't get a hundred percent on the vegan shit because, like, <laughs> to be alive, you Let must consume life. That's just how it is, dude. That's, that's plants definitely consume. I mean, you you put something in the ground, it's gonna decompose and it's gonna be made yeah. into nutrients for the plants. If we could literally just live off dead carcasses and stuff like that. Maybe then it would be probably like you could say, okay, we're, you know, we're benefiting the system or something like that. But at the moment, the way we have evolved to is life or you die. Kind of shit. I mean, you need to take life to be alive. And if you don't, you're going to die. So, you know, if you hold animals like, you know, rabbits, you know, dogs or, you know, all these other, you know, mammals or fish or chickens and shit like that. If you hold them at a higher pedestal than plants all for you you know what i mean but towards the end of the day you're still killing to be alive that's just how it is a celery you know just because it's celery doesn't mean it probably doesn't feel shit you know what i mean yeah you don't know there's actually you don't uh, know there's studies that show that they feel pain well i don't know about that <clears throat> specific study but i know that there's like uh, mechanisms like if uh some kind of cow or whatever like whatever animals eat grass yeah when their uh grass is getting eaten it sends like these signals to like grass downwind and it uh, it like makes the grass taste shittier, like downwind, because yeah. it's like they're like getting attacked. So clearly, like they're they sending feel. signals to yeah. each other and shit. They're alive in some capacity. Yeah, some they, way funguses are alive in one. There's way. a certain understanding that they know certain things that it's kind of hard to explain. Just because we can't explain it, it doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah, like, if, uh, like with dolphins, bro. Yeah. They're clearly talking to each other. They have languages, dialects. Exactly, dude. All that shit. We, we underestimate. We underestimate sometimes, you know, l- other life forms just because we're not it. You know what I mean? You're a human. That's all you know. You know what I mean? Like, you know, funny that we're talking about this shit. Like, two weeks ago, my house almost caught on fire. And if it weren't because of my dog knowing some shit was wrong... I could have fucking just easily cooked in that fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? What happened there? So, I can't smell at all, right? So, like, I was just sleeping. I was just taking a nap. Right. And I was just dead asleep. And fucking this house, the house just started. My mom left a candle on the stove. Um, 
And the thing about that, she was leaving with my dad, so she thought she turned off the stove, but she actually turned it to the highest level. Oh, in the shit. Stove. So she did. And my dog is outside, and the house started smoking up. And, dude, I'm just dead asleep, and I'm a heavy-ass sleeper. My dog never done this. So my dog literally started barking and scratching the shit out of the, the door outside my room. And I'm like, oh, shit, something's wrong. And then when I, op- I open my eyes, I'm like, oh, shit, there's smoke here. And when I open, dude, the whole house was just smoke. I couldn't even see the window from where my, li- you know, from my door stands. I couldn't see the window in my living room. And my house is not big at all. You can literally clearly see everything. That's crazy. So my dog literally started doing circles like around me and then started doing circles just and barking at me to come with her. And I, she literally took me to the kitchen. She was just barking at the stuff like, bah, bah, bah. I was like, oh, shit. And the fire's there, dude. And it almost caught fire to all the cabins and shit. It was literally one inch away from catching everything on fire, dude. It was crazy. If it weren't for my dog, if, it, if I would have woke up a few seconds later... That's it. There would we don't have a fire extinguisher in my house and shit like that. So what did you do to <laughs> extinguish the fire, dude? I grabbed like the first pitcher of water I could find and just pour that shit in there. The fucking candle thing exploded. It was fucking crazy because like it was so hot and it was glass. That shit just went everywhere and fucking. Finally, I was able to turn off the stove and fucking had to ventilate the house for like fucking two days. Holy it's fucking shit. bad. Like you went in there and you could taste wax and fucking terrible but i'm telling you my dog saved my ass that day and i saved her ass too you know what i mean but like my dog already kind of like was aware of something going wrong and i was just asleep you know what i mean yeah that's what i'm saying we underestimate animals sometimes you know what i mean yeah they smart yeah you're right dude Uh, it's crazy that's a crazy for something that happened so recently yeah but there's stories of like shibas like shiba inus like during earthquakes in japan who like the house yeah. will crumble and their owner's still there, so they'll run and get help and lead them back to the house. You know a couple weeks ago, there was a fucking fire at, at a house, and fucking the pit bull literally ran into the fucking house again and pulled out the baby. Holy the shit, for real? Yeah. No way, This dude. happened a couple weeks ago, yeah. Here in Miami? Nah, I think it was somewhere in the United States, but like, dude, like, that ass, like, dude, we underestimate animals, and especially dogs, dude. Dogs are hella smart, dude. Like, dude, I can't, for real, pulled it out by the diaper? By the diaper, dude. That's and, crazy. And that's the thing. It was also a pit bull. Most of the time, you know, pit bulls get yeah, they bad get the rap, bad rap. Like I'm telling you, dude, a dog is a dog, man. That's that's what it is. If you're good to that dog and you treat that dog well and you fucking acknowledge, you know what they are, you can get a lot out of that dog. You know, yeah. What I mean? That's you know that's why to this day, you know, they use dogs for for jobs and shit because they they're capable of a lot of shit. They have, you know, such a good sense of smell that it's, like, beyond what we could probably comprehend how good it is. They can, like, for them, when they fucking smell things, they literally see things almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, almost like having, like, the fucking spider sense from Spider-Man. It's crazy. No, I heard a dog's sense of smell. Like, if you're making a, a stew... They can smell the individual ingredients that you yes. put in that stew. Like, it's it's crazy. That's I don't even know how the fuck they figure times that better out. In our it's a thousand times better than us. So imagine if you could see a thousand times better than what you see right now. The shit you could see. The, yeah, no. The, I mean, the amount of colors <laughs> that you could probably see. It's, it's insane, dude. Like, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, we just, you know, sometimes we don't understand and we underestimate all this shit. You yeah, know? they're hearing, too. Yeah, yeah, their hearing is their hearing. Point. Their hearing range is a lot better than ours, so they can actually hear a lot more notes than we can. Right, that's what but, dog whistles are, right? Yeah, 
But the well, low ones, they cannot hear. They could hear low ones. They have a bigger range overall, but they have a harder time understanding the range of notes. So it's not like us. Us, we have a smaller range, but we can hear each note individually. Like us, you can hear, like if you play in the piano, you can hear, oh, that shit's a little out of tune or something, the guitar. Right. They can hear that. They have the whole range, but they're. it's very hard for them to understand the individual like note that you're playing. Like... We are we're so precise with semi tones and shit like that, humans. But for dogs, it's not the same thing. They they just don't have the same understanding. Gotcha. That's cool. They have better ears though. They can catch a lot more sound than we can. That's they can hear cool, shit from miles away that we can't. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's exactly why they use for hunting and yeah. like you said, different jobs. Police dogs. I mean, they be hearing shit, smelling shit out. I mean, see, I I love seeing the videos where like jumping through the back seat. Oh yeah, dude! Hell yeah. Dude, that shit is crazy. Now they're actually starting to use pit bulls as some police dogs. I think that's a good... I, I think they're perfect for it. They're, they're one of the strongest dogs. And like I'm telling you, a German Shepherd can fuck your ass up. But if you see a pit bull, you're going to lay flat. Yeah, I'm yeah, no fuck. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That, that boy, yeah, they have that... They're pure they're fucking muscle. Them. And they have a lockjaw too. So if you fuck up, that's, that's it. it, bro. Buy arm. <laughs> you're not using that motherfucker ever again. I heard the lockjaw is a myth, but that that's for real? That. It, I think it could be true because I've seen it. It is harder for them to to learn, like go disengage. Ben. Like, have you ever played t- like uh, the rope thing yeah, with I mean, a dog? I have, I have a pit bull, so yeah. Dog, he's strong as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah. You're not. They're just hanging from a tree just by their mouth. Dude, they can literally oh, yeah. hang from the tree just from their jaw. Like, it's like that's crazy shit. Uh, yeah, I know. You've seen in those videos. They do some wild shit. Like my my friend Sean, he's a pit lover dog. I mean, this boy had he had a blue nose. I think he still has her, uh-huh. and he also he bred her, so he also has a, a red nose. That's the, the son of her. And dude, I play with that dog a lot. And one time I was hold, holding the stick, and she, I miscalculated, and fucking I put my arm where the fucking stick was, and she just nipped me. But it was a second nip. It was just like a kick. But dude, I'm telling you, I had four holes. Through the arm, and I was leaking for like a fucking hour, dude. Fuck, dog. That's, that's crazy. They strong as fuck. Yeah, yeah, you ain't lying. You, you can't. Like, mean, and that was just a second. She, she literally went like, "Oh shit!" and fucking let go like seconds. Like, <laughs> but just in that second, dude, holes. Fucking four holes, dude. Uh, I thought I literally thought I was gonna get scars from them. I don't have anything though. But. I have a, a friend who had a chihuahua who was eating. <laughs> no, he had a chihuahua. <laughs> Yo, and it, when it was eating, his name was Bruno. And yo, if this chihuahua was eating, you wouldn't fuck with it, bro. When he he went and he tried to pet it while he was eating, and it literally pierced yeah. his lip. Like he put a ring in it after the the dog got him on the face, <laughs> and it literally God, pierced damn. his lip all the way through, just a little bite. That's crazy. Uh, but on that note, we've been going for for an hour here, so I'm gonna go around real quick, let everyone get their shout outs and their last sayings and and plugs and whatnot. And we're all in the same band. <laughs> uh, just for a wrap up here. So I'm going to start with Dave because Dave said the least shit. So, Dave, what you want to tell the people before we get out of here? Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I don't know what to say. Love and peace. Yo, live long and prosper. Where's David Snare? We need some snare. No, I got you, Dave. We love you too. Uh, Alex, what about you, man? Um. Please check out the new EP. It's going to be dropping probably on the Friday, probably when this comes out. It'll be dropping in the same month at least. Uh, yeah, pay and just stick around with the band because we're going to definitely be releasing new stuff and shit. And Fuck yeah. If you have not watched Black Mirror on Netflix, you're a bitch. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on that note, all right. That's a sick ass show. What you got, Brian? Uh, Black Mirror is pretty good. And if you like that, probably Sabrina is not too bad. I mean, Sabrina. Sabrina. Nah. Vagina. Fuck that. No. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, the EP is going to be pretty fucking good. And shout out to yours, one to influence bands into metal. That's pretty Yeah, cool. bro. That's how we got here. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, check us out on Facebook. Talk to the mic, motherfucker. Yeah, Instagram. bitch. That was close. Um, yeah, social media and yeah. We just hit a thousand likes, bro. Hey, hey. Yo, I just remember that we just hit a thousand likes on Facebook. Make sure you follow us. You know, you're official. There you, you go. Know what I'm saying mm-hmm. we are the ones. I want to say one thing though. Um, also, you know, unfortunately he's not here today. But Malik, you know, I'm very happy that he's part of our band and stuff. Shout you know, out unfortunately Malik. he was working, but you know, pretty sure he could have said a lot more regarding some of the stuff. You know, hopefully he'll be around for the next po- the next podcast. You know. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Shout out to the homeboy Malik, working the lights, uh, yeah. providing the mango. <laughs> uh, but Dude, it's crazy. That you guys songs. eat that thing for breakfast, lunch, dinner. Con queso frito. <laughs> now, um, I mean, for me, yeah, the the EP is called a minor setback. There's a track, titular track, a minor setback. Uh, you might have heard us play that song uh, live if you've seen us. So. Definitely check that out. It's going to be out very soon. We just dropped a teaser for it. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. You know you're the band. And uh, Facebook, all that shit. Instagram for the throne. All that. I mean, but right now we're going to let you hear. Can we put a new track? Can we put one track from the EP? Yeah, sure. Uh, to outro it out. Okay, so you're about to hear some new You know ya. Y'all peep that shit. World premiere, not just here, man. The whole world. We're fearing it. So that's it. Fade us out, Lou. Thank you for everything, everybody. Shout out to you. Bye bye. did it.
Oh, 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 oh,